Welcome back, everyone. Hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, it is Monday after market session close. Uh, we have a lot to cover. I will definitely be running over 15 minutes today if I have to guess. Um, so I'm going to cover the regular format. But over the weekend, I was pretty busy um, putting out some content regarding what I was observing in the form of data and charts. I also uh, took in a lot of content over the weekend as well. And I noticed that, um, well, I, I guess it's a good time for me to go through the difference between looking at prices and charts versus uh, looking and listening to narrative. And I'll go through both of those today, but um, let's go through the format uh, and rather than deviating here. So on Monday, on uh, February 5th, we had 297 new highs, 343 new lows. 20% uh, of shares were advancing versus 76% declining, which isn't great. Uh, when you take a look at the moving averages, you had 48% of uh, stocks under its 50-day, which is an expansion from last week. And you had 39% of shares below its 200-day moving average, uh, which is about the same as last week. So we haven't broken the 200-day on a lot of these uh, stocks. So looking at complexion for the day, um, we kind of sold off right at the get-go at the opening uh, and we sold off hard till about 10:50 ish uh, and then we tried to rally so the Dow uh, closed off the lows uh, but still pretty weak uh, we were down 274 points or 0.71 percent the Nasdaq uh, recovered a lot of its loss and closed down 31 points or 0.2%. The S&P closed down 15 points, almost got to break even like around 3 o'clock, but then started losing it into the close um, and closed down 0.3%. The Russell was pretty weak as well, um, but looking at the Magnificent 7 or 5 uh, at this point, um, it was a mixed bag. Uh, you had on the green NVIDIA, obviously, uh, up 4.7%. You had Google up 0.97%, Apple up 0.98%. Then you had to the downside Tesla down 3.6%, Meta uh, kind of selling off on their uh, huge uh, earnings released last week. They were down 3.28%. Amazon down 0.87 and Microsoft down 1.3%. So Nvidia is basically holding up the world. Nvidia is holding up, I mean, outside of ON, um, which reported strong earnings today or the reaction was really favorable, they were up 10%. Um, they're still, I would say, Nvidia is holding up when you take a look at. Um, volume of shares traded, they're still holding up majority of the stocks or semiconductor index as well as the market. You also had a very strong day in a few healthcare names. You have Eli Lilly, LLY, up 5.77%. They 
own many drugs, but um, Ozempic is one. And it seems like everyone uh, is on Ozempic. It's like the new uh, Viagra of the day um, or this era. And you had AbV, which was up almost 2% after they reported earnings on Friday of last week. Uh, but pretty much everything else was red. Uh, looking at the uh, sector analysis, only healthcare and tech were green. Healthcare was up 0.46% as a sector. Tech was up 0.39% as a group. Everything else was red. The leading to the downside was basic materials down 2.2%. Real estate down 2.02%. Utilities down one9 Consumer cyclical down 1.15. When you take a look at uh, just the 10-year yield in general and mortgages and all the different um, time frames, yields are up. Uh, The 10-year Treasury yield right now is at 4.16. This is trading like a tech stock. We went from 4.1 last week down to 3.8 on Friday. Now we're back to 4.1. So... Uh, There's a lot of volatility here in the 10-year, and keep in mind, I'll kind of cover this with the narrative story in in a little bit, but uh, that was a big um, sore thumb in the day. Um, So that's kind of the mechanics of the day. That's the format that I usually cover, but over the weekend, I posted a ton of charts, and I wanted to cover both the uh, psychology and the, and the data, which are charts, prices, and then the narrative. Um, when you take a look at the, and I'll post all these screenshots. When you take a look at the uh, NDX, which is the NASDAQ 100 ratio chart versus the equal weight of NASDAQ, you'll see that we're in the upper uh, region of a very long-term channel that goes back to 2006 before the great financial crisis. It doesn't mean we can't continue to go higher. Um, and this is a long-term chart, so we can kind of still bounce around before something happens. But it's very risky, I think, to go long on the NASDAQ willy-nilly here. Uh, we're very overbought. Uh, so I am expecting a pullback um, of some degree very soon, just because we're so overbought uh, right now. Um, when you take a look at Meta versus NVIDIA versus ARK Innovation versus TQQ, which is uh, a bullish ETF for QQQ, um, NVIDIA is outperforming everything. It's outperforming Meta. It's outperforming the, the, the bullish e- ETF. It's outperforming ARK, which is supposed to be the you know most riskiest uh, volatile ETF for Kathy Wood. So the whole point here is that Nvidia is the is the market right now. I mean, yes, Meta is as well, Microsoft is as well, Amazon is as well, but the animal spirits is right now in Nvidia and they report next week. Uh, when you take a look at the long-term chart of the semiconductor index or SOX, there is a red resistance trend line that goes back to the dot com bubble. It has only touched this line during the dot-com bubble and the COVID uh, peak. We are there right now. So 
maybe this is nothing. Maybe we blast right through it and we create a new trend line. Totally possible. It's happened in the past. But you have to be prudent here because every time that this trend line was touched, it took the entire trip to the bottom of the trend line, the, the lower trend line um, since 2008. So if we were to do that, we would go from this you know, 4,500 level or 4,300 level to roughly between 3,000 and 3,500 on the socks. Okay, I, I'll post a close-up of this chart as well. Then you take a look at JP Morgan, um, not even arguably, the, the most important bank uh, on Wall Street. If you take a look at the linear chart, you can, you know, obviously there's a log and a linear. If you take a look at the linear chart, um, this chart going back to 1999, um, there is a trend line that has only been touched three times, including now. So it was uh, tested in during the dot-com, and it was tested during COVID, and we are there now again. Uh, maybe it's nothing, right? Maybe, again, we blast higher like on the socks uh, potentially, and we create a new upper trend line. But, again, I'm just throwing data at you, historical data, no stories. I'll post a close-up of what these trend line touches look like on JP Morgan as well in the show notes. And then let's go to Apple. So if you look at the log chart of Apple, there's a purple trend line that goes back to 2003, just after the bottom of the dot-com crash. This trend line uh, has only been tested six times from 2003 to today. We just tested it the sixth time on Friday. So again, the longer the trend line, the more important it is, whether it's below or above. Um, we're back testing right now. We're de we defended it on Friday after piercing it, but we're now back testing to a falling 50-day moving average. So if I were a betting man, I have no positions in Apple, but I have indirect positions because I am short on semiconductors. We may touch the 50-day moving average or pierce through it a little bit. Maybe we get as high as like 192, 193. But my guess is we're going to roll over on Apple uh, unless something happens. Uh, another new form of data that uh, I saw over the weekend when I watched Adam Taggart interview the Northman trader, or Sven, he uh, used a uh, value line XGV chart. Uh, it's an interesting way to looking at breadth. It's uh, proprietary by value line. And he's seeing a divergence here as well as XGV in its own little balance area. Um, and the last three times there was a negative divergence, prices sold off. Um, so that's something to watch. I'll post the video of the interview by Adam Tagger of Sven, Northman Trader, as well as a screenshot of what I just talked about. So those are the concrete data slash prices slash charts. 
irrefutable, okay? Um, I think that trumps all narratives, okay? Uh, at the end of the day, a chart, a price chart shows the psychology, the supply demand, and important areas where there's reactions to price movement. And you have almost an unlimited historical data set going back into uh, however far you want to backtest. Um, that's where I spend probably 95% of my time. I think the minimum should be 90% of your time in relation to listening to news, listening to stories, consuming content, trying to analyze that content, uh, cross-checking your own uh, trading uh, plans, uh, your own biases, trying to offset your own biases. But let's get into some of these. Um, and some are really entertaining. So over the weekend, I saw a Twitter X post of Elmo. Elmo, uh, you know, Sesame Street or whatever, their account. Elmo simply asked uh, on January 29th, Hey, Elmo's just checking in. How's everyone doing? Pretty benign post. This post is now over 208 million views. There are over 14,000 reposts, 44,000 quotes, and over 150,000 likes. And if you, I'll link to the actual post on Twitter X. If you read uh, all of the replies slash tweets, it doesn't seem that everything is fine in America, that everyone's, you know, is claiming whether it is a politician, a federal head, a Fed head, an economist, someone on CNBC or Bloomberg. It, just read some of these uh, responses, okay? And then in a story that I had not seen anywhere other than on uh, Nobody Special on YouTube, Peter Schiff uh, on his uh, vlog on YouTube. And uh, Adam Taggart on Thoughtful Money. Those are the only places I've seen this covered correctly. Um, but the Friday jobs report where they reported like 350,000 jobs and, you know, America is doing great. Uh, perfect soft landing. Those numbers were a lie. If you go to the link that I'll share on my show notes, which is the government's BLS website. And you could do the math yourself. I did it uh, literally a half awake in, in bed. And I, I was like, oh, my God, like this is totally BS. I, I got up. I, I opened up my laptop and used uh, Google Sheets. I entered all the numbers myself. And sure enough, this is how they got their jobs. They revised every job report from 2023 and net net. It would have created 359,000 jobs just by their revising up of last year's monthly job numbers. Uh, this is the data that is being trotted on uh, global media uh, and telling us everything's okay. And that's not okay. Uh, and then you take a look at the challenge jobs numbers or any private sector like ADP 
uh, sector job report or if you go to trueup.com forward slash layoffs you can track all of the tech layoffs layoffs are picking up uh, so you know what what is the intention here right because that that's ultimately what's so important is to uncover what the intentions are and on Friday I was listening to Bloomberg radio and in the morning session right before the open when the data number came out for jobs the acting US Labor Secretary Julie Su uh, came on Bloomberg and was touting the number as like the perfect data set and you know Biden's economy Biden's uh, mastery uh, Biden this Biden that and I'm not getting political I'm not picking any side but this is obviously a a narrative that was written before all this data came out before on Wednesday of last week when Jerome went on the podium and said we're not going to cut until we see weakness in jobs then on Friday this blowout jobs number comes out then on Sunday he goes on 60 minutes and says oh uh, we're not going to cut six times this year so this is all like a narrative that was pre-scripted like a movie and you can see it it's clear as day but again prices can still go up okay because you know we are all upset about how we're being lied to about the jobs numbers about how they're printing and they're you know causing inflation it just doesn't matter like this is the narrative it's entertainment we can you know write stories about it we can go on cnbc and talk about it we can create career careers trying to dissect what the federal reserve is saying but ultimately the price action is what matters the most and that's why i wanted to show both sides of the price data and the story narrative i'll post the entire 60 minutes interview of uh, fed chair powell but what's so interesting to me is if you click on the video to YouTube and you you can read the comments yourself the comments are completely contradictory to what he's saying about inflation having come down um, you know I'll just read a few uh, Miller toil not only are prices up but corporations are shrinking products as well they're doubling costs and decreasing the overall volume slash sizes RGNO town I keep telling people things are not going back down we're stuck with these prices only thing that will go down are interest rates and that's going to take a while so I can go on and on there's like hundreds and hundreds of comments from real people not some survey taker that's taking 10 surveys um, and just pretending they're 10 people uh, these are real people reacting to this they're not economists they're just regular employers family members brothers sisters parents so I think uh, I think the shit's gonna hit the fan this year well before the election again this is all narrative what I'm saying doesn't matter we can the S&P could go up a hundred percent before any of this matters uh, so keep that in mind um, what was uh, strong today all right let's see we had nvidia i already mentioned we had on which is in the semiconductor index we had arm uh, another semiconductor that ipo uh, late last year um, from softbank uh, 
uh, Masa company. Then you had oil, uh, which was strong. Um, was it was oil strong? Did I? Is this incorrect? Let me look it real quick. Uh, let's see. I don't want to misquote the price. We're almost at the finish line. Yeah, uh, crude oil was up 0.73%. Um, so yes, USO and UCO were positive today. What was weak? Pretty long list. I'm going to just kind of uh, speed around this. You had New York Community Bank, the one that um, you know uh, almost down 50% last week, down 10.6% today. Uh, fun. You had Coinbase down 9.22. I don't know what's up with that. That probably doesn't help Kathy Woods and ARC. I think it's the number two holding percentage-wise. You have Marathon Digital down 8.5. VinFast Auto down 7.8. You had um, PaySafe down 5.63%. Uh, BitFarms down 4.9. Wayfair down 4.8%. Instacart down 4.5. Tesla down 3.6. Roku down 3.6. is all percent. AI down 3.6. Meta down 3.2. Roblox down 3.2. K. Hovanian Home Builder down 3.22, Sweetgreen down 3.22, Arc Innovation down 3.1, Zillow Group down 2.9, General Motors down 2.8, GDXJ down 2.5, CarMax down 2.4, GDX down 2.3, YX down 2.3, uh, Zeta Global down 2.2, Uranium down 2.13, Extreme Networks down 2.07, Birkenstocks down 2.04, and I gotta keep going and going. So uh, there was a lot of red. Uh, today, especially in the Russell, um, I think uh, we are kind of in the cross currents of a uh, whitewater rapids right now, trying to figure out what happened last week with the Fed, and uh, everyone is trying to position themselves. Uh, keep watching yields because yields are trading like a tech stock. We were at three, we were at four one last week, went down to three eight, back to four one. On today, today on Monday, keep watching that. Uh, that's a light switch. It's very binary right now. Uh, keep watching the Magnificent Seven with a special focus on Nvidia. They report next week, uh, and any economic data or Fed head that gets trotted on to Bloomberg or CNBC, they're going to move the market at this point because if Wall Street does not get its five to six rate cuts, you're going to see a temper tantrum. And typically, they will try to get what they want, either peacefully or violently. And you have to understand there are over $1.2 trillion that need to be refinanced this year. There's commercial real estate that's just decaying on off the books that they might have to take on the books and mark to market. So they desperately need lower rates. If they can't get it, they will sacrifice uh, stock prices to cause a panic. And Biden will call Jerome and say, what the hell? Uh, so that's the game right now. Just keep watching those areas. I will see you all after the Tuesday session. All right, later.